Hey, hey, good people. Rashawn Ali here. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to another edition of the Cool Sore Podcast. Man, what a great weekend I had, and you can hear it in my voice. But that's all right. We are going to push through. Today, we are joined by a cool sore of Delta Sigma Theta, Sorority Incorporated. Her name is Tasha Grant, and she's an extraordinary actress. Yes, she is. She and I were in a movie together called Definitely Divorcing, but she is truly an artist and she takes her craft very very seriously and I was really really happy to sit down with her so please enjoy intrinsic reward with Tasha Grant enjoy you know you gotta be a cool soror to talk to the cool soror herself I'm a cool soror hey y'all I am a cool soror of what's up y'all I'm a cool soror of I am a cool soror. It's the Cool Soror Podcast, hosted by me, Rashawn Ali. All right, it is another edition of the Cool Soror Podcast. Always love to have my friends on, and <laughs> I consider Miss Tasha Grant one of those people. Tasha, welcome to the show, and you are a cool soror of... Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. How are, <laughs> come on, come on, Ooh, ball in my ear. <laughs> How you doing, sis? I am doing great. Fantastic. How are you, sis? Everything is fabulous. Uh, this has been a long time coming. So happy to have you on the show. You are an actor extraordinaire. Love, yeah. yes. I, I love working with you. I love uh, just watching you work too. You just have uh, immense talent and you really work hard at your craft, which I truly, truly enjoy. But you've been doing this since you were seven years old. Did you know you yeah. had the bug that early? You know, I really loved it. I enjoyed it. But at that time, I hadn't decided that I wanted to do it as a career, mm-hmm. you know, for the rest of my life. I just really. For me, uh, growing up, you know, a lot of kids were like went really into sports and things like that. The arts was my sport. Right. That was my love, even yeah. as a child. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But then you, you know, you went to college. You're from the uh, Washington, D.C. area. Uh, yep. Was it somebody or something that, you know, kind of discouraged you from acting? And while you went into speech communication instead of the theater when you went to Hampton? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it was? Keeping it all the way real. Um we grew up um, pretty, you know, pretty modest, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. kind of going through lot, through periods of struggling a lot um, financially. I saw my mom working really hard, you know, to provide for us. And for me, um, I, I was driven by uh, financial gain, you know, Got financial you. stability. And for me, I decided, well, I'm going to go and go to college to make sure that I have a lucrative career. So that I can make a lot of money and provide for my family. And of course, that was a a very um, young frame of mind, you Mm -hmm. know, and and I and I can I can say now that it was it was immature thinking because one of the things I didn't realize is that when you pursue something that makes you happy that you're good that you're good at, Mm -hmm. the money will come. Yes. Whereas back then. I was driven by, okay, what careers yield the most income, Yeah, (laughs) you know? And so for me, that was my driving factor. And that's probably why at the time I really hadn't considered the arts or even being an actor seriously as a serious actor full time, because I couldn't see the immediate 
financial results, the monetary results of it. So, yeah. So you, you went into corporate America for a a very, very long time. (laughs) Yeah. What were you doing in the corporate setting? I mean, were you doing something that was related to your major as far as speech communication, but what exactly were you doing? Because obviously you, you did well monetarily, but something was still tugging at your heart. (laughs) So take me through that entire process. Yeah, well, let me clarify. Speech communication, a lot of people um, would consider it like speech pathology. Mm -hmm. But actually, no, my emphasis was interpersonal, organizational, and small group communication. Okay. And so I studied um, communication, how that impacts organizations and people in the workplace and even people, how they interact with each other. Okay. So I actually did take that career and go into human resources. Mm -hmm. And long career working for about 15 years in, in human resources. Um, I moved up very quickly up the ladder because one of my line names is overachiever. <laughs> because I, I'm super driven. I'm yeah. driven no matter what I do. I was like that online. And um, in my career, I was the same way. You know, I, I started off as a HR assistant. And I was like, oh, I'm not staying in this position. I'm going to move up. And, yeah. you know, I was promoted pretty quickly. And um, what happened was, is while I was working in HR, I miss acting. I got a little bit of the itch mm-hmm. and um, I decided, well, you know, hey, I'll start acting on the side again, you know, just to kind of feed that, you know, that itch. Yeah. For it. And so I, I actually started attending class at the, the Pro Actor Studio with Nick Conti. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was going to kind of be kind of my side hobby. Right. You know, my thing that I did because like you said, I felt like I, my career was lucrative. I was doing great at it. But there was something missing. Yeah. I just I, I just wasn't fulfilled. I was making money, mm-hmm. but I wasn't happy. Yeah. Every day I went to work, I watched the clock from the time I went in <laughs> to the time I left. The only aspect of it that I really loved and now I'm able to get that in my career as an actress is I love the interaction with people and yes. helping and touching people. You know, so that was the aspect of it that I really loved about human resources. But um, the corporate part of it, the other pieces of it, I, I didn't find fulfillment. And yeah. even making the money didn't bring me that. Mm. So, Yeah, because anyway, you, you, you come to think about it, like money can't bring you joy. At the end of the day, money can't yeah. bring you joy. It really can't. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I mean, you began to realize, and as you mature, you start to realize that there are so many other things mm-hmm. that bring you fulfillment yes. and things that take precedence over monetary. Now, don't get me wrong. We all like money. Of you course. Know? Yes, it does make sense. It's, it's a great thing. <laughs> it is a great thing. And, and wealth and wealth is a great thing. You know, mm-hmm. people aspire to be rich. No, I aspire to be wealthy, yes. but not just wealthy monetarily, wealthy in life, mm-hmm. you know, wealth and, and happiness and joy and experiences. And so for me, what I realized is that um, when I was in class, the wealth that that brought me yeah. as far as my heart and my emotions and my experiences, I was like, whoa, something else is being fulfilled here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And um, the thing that I didn't realize in living here, I'm not from here and growing up in D.C., you know, we grew up where um, actors come from L.A., New, New York. York, yep. And 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 if and if you have an interest in theater, you can you can maybe prosper in DC like you're going into Shakespeare and things like that. But I never ever consider Atlanta a mm-hmm. hub for that. Mm-hmm. And so when I was here in class, I mean, I found out that people were like making money, like doing and, commercials, and doing it, yeah. 
and doing it. And I was sitting there like, wait a minute, so you're getting paid? Like here in Atlanta? And so what happened was, is I said, well, I have been doing this since I was seven. I know I love it. And I was like, hey, maybe I'll make some money on the side, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. doing this. And I um, auditioned for my agent, who I've actually been with for 13 years now. Wow. Houghton Talents. And um, I got picked up. Just... And what happened was I started booking commercials like crazy. Wow. And I started booking what's called industrials, um, mm-hmm. which is like kind of spokesperson to work for. It's basically corporate training videos. So it's like, <laughs> but, that's crazy because it was like you had the training because of your real life training, then coupled that with your right. talent for acting. Like, look at God. Right. <laughs> it was like, okay, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. I'm on the other side of it. I mean, for you, Marie's friends, I actually provide the training. I said, now I'm actually one of the actors, you know, part of the videos for yeah. the training. <laughs> and so what I, um, in doing that, uh, it became so frequent, my mm. work. Mm. that I begin to struggle. Um, I'm not a good liar. Yeah. And I would say, saying I was going out for lunch for, uh, you know, for long periods of time, <laughs> knowing that I was at, actually at, at auditions as right. opposed to the, the meetings that I was going to. Um, what I realized, Rashawn, was I can't straddle the fence. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is that I said, Tasha, you know that you're the type of person that when you give anything 100%, you typically succeed. Yes. And what I realized is that as long as I was giving acting 50%, that's what I was going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what, Tosh? You are a faithful person. You believe God for who he is. And I said, you know what, girl? Okay. You're going to get us 100% if you want to yield 100%. Yes. So and I put in my resignation, believe it or not. I thought, man, I'm a smart girl. I thought it out. <laughs> I, I put in a 30-day notice. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had stacked my money from my little side mm-hmm. acting job. And I said, we're going to give this We're gonna give this a period of time. And if for any reason it doesn't pop off, you know you have your degree and your experience. And you can go back to a corporate if you, if you need to. If you but need to, now, right. Yeah, you're going to give it. Mm-hmm. You want And I did it. Yes. And, uh, here I am. And you've been working ever since. How scary was that for you? Um, terribly scary mm-hmm. because I I am the safe sister. I have a, another sister who's an artist. She's a, a singer and mm-hmm. she's always been the kind of um, the the free spirit, you yeah. know, kind of go after your. She knows she wants to be a singer since she was six, 15 and just pursued it. Mm-hmm. Now, Natasha, I'm, I'm the big sister. I'm the safe one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm the stable one. I'm the one who's like, oh, no, nah, I'm going to get it right this time. And but you know what? I said, Tasha, you got to take chances in life. Mm-hmm. If, you want, if you if you want better, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, accepting, expecting different results. And I said, you know what, Tasha, this is insane. Yeah. You're not going to have a better life or more fulfilling life. if You keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And I, one thing about me is I may not actually be all the way a free spirit, but I'm not insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? This is scary, but you know what? Sometimes taking risks is scary. Yes, it you is. Know? But you'll never know if you don't take the risk. That's the thing. That's right. That's you'll right. never this know. Is, this is the thing. I, I feel like God took me through struggle 
so that, you know, it was scary. You know, my kids, I was like, okay, you, you might have to eat PB&J. Yes. You know, some nights I said, but guess what? Your mama did too. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Your mama came out okay. <laughs> and, so, and, and it ain't going to be like this forever. Yeah. If, if, if I do this, I am going to be successful and we're going to experience an even better life, mm-hmm. you know, than we have now. And I, I believe that my heart and my soul. And I still believe it. Yes. <laughs> When was it that you knew you had made the right decision? Was there a particular role or was there a particular amount on a check when you were like, okay, this was the right decision? You know what it was? Okay, let me think. I don't even know what year it was, but I will tell you this much. I had a year when I was, and I kind of, I kind of struggle with that right now. And I know I said, okay, God pulled me through before where I was feeling like, okay, stuff was kind of trickling in and I, I started to kind of doubt, you know, mm-hmm. my, my decision because I was like, Ooh, money is looking real, real funny, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay, Tosh, Tosh. Okay. This, I guess this is the part of it that that's going to show <laughs> what I'm made of. And the minute I stopped worrying and I said, okay, God, you didn't take me this far to let go of me. Right. You know, to me. And I said, woosah, <laughs> I got in serious prayer. And Rashawn, that particular re- year, I booked like crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like coming like TV show after TV show. That that year, I, um, I want to say that was the year when I, I booked like uh, Finding Carter. Mm-hmm. I booked um, Vampire Diaries. I booked, I booked, it was, I mean, and they were network TV shows. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 and I have to say this. I, I love my um my black shows, my African-American shows, but I love when I can hit all angles, when yes. I am mainstream, when I hit all audiences, when I'm doing projects that are reaching out to, to all audiences that are mainstream, yep. that's when I know it's a good thing because I, because in this career, I want to touch all people. Yes, not, not just black people. I want, I yes, I want to be I want to be, I don't even know, Roma is the best, the best, you know, I want to be an example mm-hmm. that we can make it. And I always want to make sure that as our people that I'm representing us, mm-hmm. you know, but that also people can look at me who look like me and know that she made it. I can make it too. But I also know that there are so many people out there that had go through many of the life experiences that my characters go through, mm-hmm. no matter what their race is, no matter what their race is. And I realized that when you are involved in projects that are mainstream, that, that reach the mass audiences, that you're able to impact more people Yeah, with your role and mm-hmm. with the message that you're sending through your acting, through your career. And so for me, that year, I started booking like crazy. And not only was it bringing in the, um, the money, the monetary reward, it was giving me so much intrinsic reward. I got it. So it wasn't just the extrinsic rewards, but the intrinsic rewards. Mm-hmm. That's what I was Tasha, you made the right choice. Yes. Because you are happier than ever. You are actually doing it. You are a working actress for real. A real one. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. 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 Out of all the roles that you've, you've booked or been able to play uh, so far, what's been the most meaningful to you? Hmm. I would say hmm. Well, this is interesting because 
one of the roles I'm actually doing right now. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. I'll go back to this. So I'm a theater baby as well. Mm-hmm. So I actually have done lots of theater even in my career now. So no, I still do. I'm on the board of directors at the Renaissance Project, mm-hmm. which is a, a major community theater here in Atlanta. And I've been blessed to do plays um, like Still Magnolias, mm-hmm. um, where I played uh, Malin, which is the same role that Sally Field played. Okay. We Still Magnolias. I also played Ruth Younger in A Raisin in the Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also um, played Annie Sullivan in The Miracle Worker. Okay. And ironically, it was those roles that I would say were the most fulfilling and most impacting roles because I was able to tap into emotions and places that um, some places that I probably never would have allowed myself to tap into Right to go so deep emotionally. Um, one of the roles um, was Malin. And in that, I don't know if you guys remember the movie, but she lost her daughter, mm-hmm. Shelby. And, um, one of the things about that role that was challenging for me is, I mean, of course, everyone loves Sally Field. Who doesn't? Right. Everyone revered her for her performance in that role. Right. And one of the things that was important to me was that I didn't try to mimic her mm-hmm. because one of my strengths, one of my strengths that I feel really good about is that I am very, um, it's very, for me, I can tap into my emotions sincerely mm-hmm. and deeply. Right. So like for me, if you see the tears come, it's from a sincere place. Right. I'm able to find that space where I'm not having to rudge up the tears mm-hmm. where they're really coming from there. And for me, I was able to find a place with me, not able to identify with losing a child, but being able to sympathize with that type of darkness. Yes. That yes. type of sadness regardless of what triggers it. And the reason why that was probably one of my best roles and most, most favorite roles is not only was I able to achieve that and find that space as an actor, after one of my shows, um, someone came up to me, almost makes me tear up now thinking about it. Mm-hmm. She came to me and gave me a hug and said, thank you for helping me to really understand what my friend was going through through when she lost her daughter she said I felt every emotion come from you Hmm. that night so much so that it made me understand the depth of sadness that she felt when she lost her daughter Mm -hmm. see for me if one person is impacted by my performance or my role then I've done my job for me that is fulfilling enough that if one person could see themselves in that role, could, mm-hmm. could empathize that story, if any part of it felt real for them, then that means that I was able to achieve the real, the reality of that character. And for me, hey, I was like, this right here, this is why I do it. Yeah. This is why I do this. Yeah. So like those roles were actually really fulfilling and as far as like film and tv right now i'm doing a, a series called thick skin mm-hmm. which is a, a series and i play an, an abusive mother Oof. what an and extreme you know i know yeah. i know and it sounds like whoa why would you get fulfillment out of playing that and it's not that i get joy out of playing it um what i get out of it is an understanding 
mm-hmm. of how people get to this point and how life because one of the things we learn as actors, you know this, Miss Actress, right. is not not to judge your character. Right. Because the thing is, you have to understand how they got there. And then my one of my my last episode actually it explained how she became that way, mm-hmm. and it was revealed in my last episode. And it was a very emotional episode for me and for my character, um, because she was terribly abused mm-hmm. um, as a child and as a teenager, and Unfortunately, um, she she carries a lot of anger and bitterness mm-hmm. with her, mm-hmm. and her, her daughter is suffering the repercussions of that. So, once again, um, as as an actress, for me, it's um it's a stretch for me, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but that's good. We like challenge. We like to be stretched. Yeah, something that's yeah. completely not who you are, and then you can really exactly. become that character. That is the true art of of being an actor. Uh, it really yeah, is. You know. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. wow. It's, it's very exciting. I, I just, I, I love to hear you talk about how much you love acting and can you speak to that? Because there are a lot of people who are in the acting world that don't take it as seriously as oh, people sure. like you. And, and from, and I'm going to tell you my story. I think you and I talked when we did definitely divorcing together and you're like, where does acting fall on your list? And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to not do it like you. So that's why I kind of stopped doing it because if I can't do it like I want to do it. I want to be serious and I want to really perfect my craft. And I got out of it completely. And I'm not saying I won't go back to it, but speak to that and how important it is for people to really, really respect the craft. Yeah, really respect. And, and, and you're so right, because um, <laughs> as an as an actor who <laughs> loves this to the core of my soul, and I mean that. It gets frustrating sometimes when you hear people say, well, I mean, I, I, I like people. I have a great personality. You know, I look good. I think I'd be good as an actress, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, Nelly. Right, right, right. I, I just about looking good, you know, or um, I think I'm, I, I, I get along with people. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. a people person. Well, I think I'm funny. Right. You know? That's how people say when they like, yeah, I could do, I could do sister circle. I'm like, it kind of is harder. Like, <laughs> it's kind of harder. It actually requires like some skill, right. you know? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, you know, what's funny. There are definitely that percentage of people that are inherently talented. Yeah, absolutely. They really are. They, they definitely just kind of have um, the nature that it's embedded in them. But you and I know that that can only get you but so far mm-hmm. and that that may get you in the door and it may get you started, but there is a skill to this, right? There's a skill to this that will take you further because guess what? When you get those roles that are not like you, that don't fit your personality, like we just talked about yeah. that are the opposite of who you are. Those roles that require you actually to use some skill yeah. to happen to those other things then what you gonna do mm-hmm. when you can't, when you can't rely on who you are? When I can't rely on just Tasha. Now I will say this: of course, in those rules, we know this as actors that to a certain level, even if I'm playing a murderer, it I can tap into the parts of Tasha that can identify with that. Mm-hmm. No, I've never murdered someone, but maybe I felt the level of anger where I felt like if somebody like chopped my child's head off. Oh, I can be, I can see feeling like a murderer immediately. 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 So yeah, I can tap to that, but guess what? It takes a certain skill level. It does. To imagine 
that that level of anger mm-hmm. and to actually feel it. And so when I hear people say that and they're not willing to train, when they're not willing to do their research on characters, when they're not willing to to put the work in, um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. To hear because guess what? Those of us who are serious about it, we put in work. Yes. This is not a game. Mm-hmm. We put in we put in the hours. See, people don't know this. I may have. I mean, it's been like this pilot season. I will have eight out eight auditions easily in a week, Rashawn. Right. Easily, and, and that's eight. Some of them ten pages. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Are you willing to sit for three o'clock in the morning because you had to get your kid out in the morning, get them ready for school, pick them up, and take them to the track, go to the track meet, finish homework, and then guess what? You don't sit down until eleven o'clock at night to do you, scripts, yeah, to to look at your scripts. So guess what? You got to get it done within the next few hours because you're going to have to get up and start your day again and then make it to the, the three auditions the next day. Mm-hmm. So, are, so are you willing to do that and not just memorize the lines, baby, but also study the character. Yes. Study the scene. Study what's going on. Find out your backstory. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you do you even know what a backstory it is? is? Right. The right. actor, you know what I'm saying? So yes, I do. Like that. Not just learning the lines. It's like, are people willing to put in the time, the work, the sacrifice? Are you willing to take yourself to a place emotionally that you have to actually work to bring yourself out of? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you willing to make the sacrifices financially, <laughs> mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally that it takes in order to do this for real right. at the level, at the levels that, you know, where I know I want to be, you know, I, this is not a game. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to just be, I don't want to be mediocre. See, cause I've never wanted to be mediocre about anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to settle for mediocre even in this. Yeah. No, I'm like, I want to be the best at whatever it is I do. If you just want to be okay, that's fine. Then maybe you can, you can pull it off. But see, for me, just okay is not enough. Yeah. Yeah. And see, see, you're like me. You're like me, which is why you said, you know what? Let me pull back mm-hmm. until, until I can give this what I know Rashawn is capable of because you're like me or you're an overachiever. You're not, you're not mediocre and you're not just, and again, I have no judgment. There are, there are people, there are places for people who are fine with just being just, you know, okay. Right. And left, we, we need people who are in those, in those places because guess what? They also have a place in life and a function, right? you know, but for me and for you, that's just not who we are. Right. You know, absolutely. So I, I do. Like if that's not who you are as an actor, then baby, get serious. You mm-hmm. gotta, gotta, gotta have a realistic perspective on what it takes to be um, the best yeah. at this. Yeah, you know. Yes, I do. Yeah. Speaking of being the best, what what do you see for yourself long long term? Like, where do you want to be? I'm obviously on, you know, getting a Golden Globe and getting an Academy Award. I know that's a lot of actors' dreams. But what do you see for yourself as far as artistically and just being rewarded for your work? Okay. Outside of the intrinsic reward. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know what's, what's interesting? I mean, and the thing is this. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I do want those. I ain't going to lie. I wouldn't seriously say I wouldn't. But the thing is that that's actually not going to be my measure that I made it. You know, once I get that Academy Award or once I get that Golden Globe because to be quite honest, people can get that for one role mm-hmm. and never get a a, 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 word, a, a role that great again. Yeah, right. Uh, Monique, so maybe, uh, Monique, go ahead. 
Okay, you're right. <laughs> See, I, I, I look up right exactly. Right. I, I, I look I look up to people like Ruby D mm-hmm. and Cicely Tyson and Alfre Woodard and Angela Bassett. And even I mean I, I Meryl Streep, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite. I mean, these women, it's not about the award, it's about they have longevity, they get respectable roles, and I'm not talking about respectable as far as who the character is. But roles that as an actor in our industry, it's respectable to have that level of role, roles that are that important, roles that are that impacting. I want to be legendary. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. I want to be legendary. I want people to remember me and to know me for my work, for how long, for my impact in this industry. I, I want people to remember not just Tasha the actress. But Tasha, the person, yes. to be like, oh my gosh, she was she was just a dope individual. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, she showed up to set and bring it. Yes. So not, so not only can we rely on her to to bring the work, we also like to work with her. <laughs> like we like to have her on set. Right. So, so for me, when when I've achieved that, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, Rashawn, I want to act until I die. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I want to act until I can't breathe anymore. I, I, I want to be the actor where I can play roles until, again, I'm old and wrinkled. And guess what? There's a role for that. There's, Absolutely. You know, we need that. We need that. We need, we need, we know who we need. We need Tasha Grant because she's just that great. Right. Even at 80, 90 some years old, we need a 90 some year old actress. And guess what? We know who we can bring Tasha it. Grant. Tasha Green. Right. So I want, be, I want to be legendary. I want to be impacting, um, not just even as an actress. I mean, I, I, I want society to be like, not only was she an actor, actor, but she gave back mm-hmm. to the world and the community. I mean, that's important to me too. You know, I, um, I started something, um, it was over a year ago and it's kind of got tabled last year, last year when I kind of, I went through a, a life changing event. Okay. I kind of tabled it, but it's something that I actually want to kind of reignite or bring life back into. Um, mm-hmm. It's called ACT, called Actors Coming Together. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not just for actors, <laughs> but it is it is going to be catered towards people in entertainment, in mm-hmm. our industry. And the reason why I came up with it is I really wanted to make sure that we had an avenue to mm-hmm. give back to the very community that actually is responsible for our success. So if we're constantly taking from them their money and their support and their time, why can't we give them back money, time, energy? Why can't we do the same? So when we're doing community service, we're giving back to the very community that is, that is responsible where we are right right where we will be so i'm talking about doing like uh partnering with habitat for humanity which which you know we've done that before um love beyond walls which is serves the homeless community um working at saint jude no matter what it is you do because if you're the type of person maybe if you don't you know you don't prefer to work with say children right then guess what do something you can do something yeah. you can get monetarily you can get out there and help build a house if you're the person who's just good with your hands but you're not really necessarily good with working with people or helping people then get, you can get out there and work with your hands and build a house 
which will, which will uh, directly help someone. So I'm going to provide through ACT and have already provided ways for avenues for us to give back. Mm -hmm. But no matter what um, you, your gift is as far as giving back, there's no excuses. We'll find something for you. Right, right, right. <laughs> And that's a beautiful thing. Speaking of giving back, uh, that's what Delta Sigma Theta is all about. And you became a member in yes. 1992 via the Gamma Iota chapter at Hampton yes. University. Did Delta Sigma Theta choose you or did you choose Delta Sigma Theta? I would say I chose Delta Sigma Theta. Okay. Um, I feel like that I've made a tremendous contribution to the sorority. I feel like they were happy to have me. <laughs> but, but I will say that for me, and watching the Deltas on my campus mm -hmm. and a lot of my big sisters at Hampton were Deltas. So I will say they definitely had an impact in my decision because um, I was watching them mm -hmm. and watching their impact on our community, on our college community and also on our outside community. And um, I felt like that was the sorority that at the time I could identify with, yeah, you know, I hear you. and they, they impacted me and made a direct impact on me. Um, and so for me, Delta Sigma Theta provided me with so much more than I expected at the time. I, I expected it to definitely provide me with the sisterhood and the bonding and all that. But it definitely um, increased my appreciation, as you see right now, like I just spoke about as far as the importance of our impact on those people who are not in sorority, mm -hmm. you know, not afforded the benefit to go to college like we were. Right. You know, and um, and I will say this, even as a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, I am very proud to be a member. I will say all of our organizations, all of our Greek letter organizations, we do it. Do we work. put in yeah. work. Yes. We make great impact. I have respect and love for all of my fellow um, Greek letter organizations mm -hmm. in general, but, I, but of course my uh, black <laughs> Greek right, letter right. organizations as well, because for us, you know, we weren't afforded the same opportunities right. way back. So I love to see us impacting society in such a great way and that yes. we all come together. Right. And so as a member of Delta, I feel very blessed, but I also feel blessed to be a member of, our sorority as a whole. Yes. Yes. You know, as a whole, as a whole. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. but Delta, I would say I chose it, but, you know, it opened me with welcome arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful welcome thing. As yeah. we, uh, as we uh, wrap things up, I want to ask one last question. Well, two more. Uh, what is your definition of cool? Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. My definition of cool is... Being who you are. Yep. Being real. Mm -hmm. Not putting on, on a facade. Not being who other people expect you to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not being, not living up to the expectations of what you think you should be. Right. But being authentic to who you are. Yes. Yes. In 100, to me, that's cool. That's At, always. And that's what you are. Tell everybody where they can uh, find you um, social media wise, and then we'll uh, let you go. Okay. Um, and IG, mm -hmm. Tasha Grant, actress. And let me spell my name. <laughs> it's spelled T-A-S as in Sam, I-A, no H. Looks like Tasia, but it's pronounced Tasha. So <laughs> Tasha Grant, actress. 
Um, and in Facebook, I am under Tasha Grant. And in Twitter, same thing, Tasha Grant. And um, also, please make sure you all visit my IMDb page, which is uh, www.imdb.me um, backslash Tasha Grant, T-A-S-I-A-G-R-A-N-T, where you can kind of see um, the work that I've done thus far, the work that I will be doing, and also take um, a, a look at some of the clips of my reel, my theatrical reel, my commercial reel, and my comedic reel, and so on and so forth. Sounds good. Thank you so much, yeah. Tasha. I really appreciate your time today. Yes, sweetie. All right. Take care. Tasha Grant, everybody. My name is Tasha Grant. I am an actress and I'm a cool soror of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Ooh.